All right, good morning for Oaks Church. It is Tuesday, bright, clear, blue skies outside, chilly. Love this kind of weather. Um, it's Tuesday morning, November 2nd, 2021. And if you're new to this, this is called the Romans Rewind. We are preaching through the Book of Romans on Sunday mornings at Four Oaks Church. But obviously, because that is such a rich book, deeply theological, um, and at times it can be um, a little complicated sorting out all of Paul's arguments. Um, we don't have time on a Sunday morning to get into every jot and tittle um, in this book. We could spend the rest of our lives in this book and not get everything out of it that that is there. And so this Romans Rewind is meant to be kind of a supplement, a come alongside where we talk about different themes, issues, verses, ideas that uh, maybe we didn't get to spend as much time on on Sunday morning. And, um, and to that to that um, aim, we also encourage you to submit any questions you have about anything that we're talking about or anything in Romans at all. So paul.gilbert at fouroakschurch.com. All right, this past Sunday, we were in Romans chapter four, and I mentioned something kind of in passing in the sermon that, that may have raised a question or two about what, what we were talking about, but I, but I mentioned this idea of the artifacts of faith, okay? Now, what do we mean by that? What do I mean when I, when I refer to the artifacts of faith that we see here in Romans 4? Well, if you think about archaeology for a minute, when you are excavating, archaeologists are, and they're finding remnants of other cultures, they're finding written texts, pieces of pottery, they're, they're finding bones, they're finding um, evidences of a former civilization, um, the artifacts, um, they, they have a deep meaning, right? They point to an, uh, a previous lived reality. They, they point to um, a, a previous civilization, a previous life, and in, in lives. And in that sense, they're very significant, right? Because they represent something that has been real. But in and of themselves, right, they don't have life. They're just objects. They're just artifacts. They are meant to be put in a museum and watched and observed. Well, in kind of the same way, the Christian faith has artifacts, okay? And these artifacts um, are not just meant to be pointers to a previous civilization. They are meant to be pointers to our present faith. They're the things that um, take on either symbolic meaning or real meaning in the way they function in the life of the believer. And we have lots of artifacts of faith, right? We have things like church auditoriums, we have pulpits, and we have crosses, and we have different um, liturgical days on the church's calendar that we celebrate. Um, we might do different hymns or recite different creeds, and we um, there might be other pointers. There's things that we do traditionally, um, churches do over the course of a year that become annual traditions and things that really come to symbolize faith. They come to represent the history of faith in that particular uh, denomination or that particular church. And let me just say, artifacts are crucial. Artifacts are needed, right? Artifacts, because we're, we're human beings and we're embodied human beings, um, things like um, the Lord's Supper, for example, is, a, and is an artifact of the faith. Now, it's a living artifact, okay? but it's an artifact nonetheless. Baptism, again, things that stripped of their context don't have life, okay, in and of themselves, 
but they point to life and faith and they are things embodied and represented and carried on traditionally by the church and every church has them, all right? Every denomination has them. Now, for the Jews um, in Romans chapter four, part of their artifacts of the faith, okay, were circumcision and the law. Now, the law we know is God's word and it has inerrant value in whatever context we find it. But again, when it's stripped of its relational reality, when it's stripped of its spiritual reality and it si simply becomes ceremonial, okay, then it loses its power, it loses its meaning. And what part of what Paul's emphasis here in Romans 4 is, is to talk about the necessity of faith in order for artifacts to be meaningful, okay? And one of, one of Paul's burdens here is to show that faith must precede artifacts. Because if faith doesn't precede artifacts, all you have in and of themselves are just relics to be observed in a museum, right? And so let, let, let's go back to the passage here um, in Romans chapter four. Let, let me read, um, let's see here. So let's go back to um, verse nine, okay? And Paul's talking about, again, circumcision and the law. Here's what he says, chapter four. Is this blessing then only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? For we say that faith was counted to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it counted to him? Was it before or after he had been circumcised? It was not after, but before he was circumcised. He received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. Okay, let's think for a minute what Paul is saying here. He's saying that, that this 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 rite or this artifact, this, this object of circumcision, tradition, ritual, had been given over to Abraham as a sign of the covenant. All the male descendants of Israel were to receive the sign of the covenant circumcision. And this in itself was a sign, it was a seal of the covenant of the promise that God made to Abraham. But Paul is quick to point out something here, that this artifact or rite was given to Abraham years um, long after, okay, or let me rephrase this. The, the, what I'm trying to say, the artifact came second. Faith came first, right? It was faith that, through faith, that God initiated this relationship with Abraham. And it was only through faith that circumcision had value, it had life, it had meaning, okay? And so, so, when I said on Sunday that faith must precede artifacts of faith, this is what we mean. We mean that the priority must always be on faith or less the artifacts come to be meaningless. They come to be stripped of their context. They come to be, um, they lose the value inherently that was in them uh, that gave rise to them to begin with, right? And, and Paul is wanting to, to help these Jewish Christians see that circumcision as as important as it was in its context the law as important as it was in its context without faith is not going to have any ongoing spiritual power and so this is a great reminder to us to think about especially coming up on the holidays right there's we have all sorts of artifacts of faith with carols and thanksgivings and feasts and advent and candles and 
I mean, again, it's only November 2nd, so we've got a little time here, but you get what I'm saying. We have all these artifacts that communicate powerful meanings, right? That communicate powerful realities, but yet stripped of faith, they are in the end of the day worthless, okay? Because they don't bring life apart from the spirit. It's the spirit who must give life. It is the spirit that must impart faith. And faith must come first. Now, in that context, then, let me say this, artifacts are very powerful, and they're very needed, and they need to be a priority in the church. But we don't need to, be, to get so used to doing them that we forget the reality behind the thing that we're doing. And so so a couple of encouragements as, as we're entering these next, I don't know, six to, six to seven weeks of of Thanksgiving and Christmas, where we're, we're going to have artifacts on display everywhere, right? Is for to begin to ask God that he would give us a spiritual heart and mind as we enter this season, that he would give us wisdom, that he would open our eyes to spiritual realities. And when we think about all those things that we love to do this time of year that we draw meaning from, let's always ask God to insert faith into the middle of those things, that they would be born out of a heart that's dependent upon him. They would be born out of a, a prayerful spirit that is seeking after him. Because after all, um, it's the law, the letter of the law does not have the power. It's the spirit that has the power. And we want to be Christians that hold artifacts in their proper place, right? We don't want to get so used to doing them or strip them of faith that they become traps that we become deceived, that we forget about what it is that we're celebrating or what it is that these artifacts are meant to point to, the ultimate realities that are behind them. And so begin to prepare your hearts now, folks. Begin to ask God to give you a prayerfulness, a faithfulness, an eyes of faith, a heart of faith, spiritual discernment, praying with your eyes open that as we, as we move forward into this season, that the things that have come to mean so much to us traditionally, right? The, the artifacts of faith in themselves only have life when connected to Jesus Christ. All right. So that's artifacts of the faith today. So we'll be back here tomorrow on Wednesday, but let me pray for us now and we'll commit our day to the Lord. Lord, we thank you for the artifacts of faith you've given us. We thank you for those things that point to greater realities. And Lord, we don't want to worship the artifacts in themselves. We want to worship you. And we want these things to communicate um, divine truths and realities, and we want to be faithful to those, Lord, and following you. So, Lord, give us life through your spirit this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow.